I've got a daddy with issues. I've got a Versailles of relief. Welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where each day we take great events that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we are DJs on the radio station of time presenting the finest platters of information for your entertainment and to see which is better. That was good. That was good. Uh, each day, Nat has to come up with an analogy, and, <laughs> and it's done less we've, than we've than done getting on for 150 shows now. So, you know, oh, in fact, it's 151. Oh, 100, oh we missed 150 yesterday. So oh, well, well done, done us. us. 150. Yeah. I'm going to take you to the 3rd of April 1919 at the Paris Peace Conference where Woodrow Wilson is getting up to give a speech and he falls over and collapses. Um, with what some say was a stroke, but was probably, in retrospect, um, Spanish flu. Oh. He had a fever of 103. He'd had diarrhoea. He wasn't sure where he was. He was weak and confused. Uh, the problem with that was he carried on going to the conference, wouldn't let anyone stand in for him. And the French and the British noticed that he wasn't quite at his best and took full advantage of his confusion to change the Versailles Peace Treaty to be more favourable to them and less favourable to the Germans. He was seen to be weak and confused for the following days. He abandoned his principles of national self-determination. Um, many people have reported with Spanish flu cognitive symptoms um, or psychological symptoms. Um, so the what we think is that he probably had Spanish flu and that it led to the shape of the world in the um, upshot of the First World War that led to the inevitability of the Second World War. Later that year, he did a speaking tour to get people to sign up to the League of Nations or to get the Senate to adopt the League of Nations. Um, and he had a stroke on October the 2nd. For 17 months, he lay in bed as the um, legislation that was meant to make America sign up to the Treaty of Versailles and the whole peace process was going through Congress. He was unable to participate in that. And so it didn't. America didn't join the League of Nations. Um, and in April 28th, you can tell he had another stroke, probably, and his handwriting changes considerably after that. And anyway, his ill health, probably kicked off by his the high fever he suffered at the Paris Peace Conference on the 3rd of April, allowed France and Great Britain to extort um, a what Germany considered to be a vindictive peace out of them, and led to the... Um, unhappiness in Germany that led to the Second World War. US life expectancy dropped by 12 years in 1918 as a result of Spanish flu and the First World War casualties. Um, the White House sheep had been affected in January 1919, which is when we think the same time probably that Woodrow Wilson was infected because the White House sheep first got it then. His, the sheep? Uh, person. Yes, there were. There used to be sheep on the White House lawn, and they went down with it. Yes, uh, the Rear Admiral Carrie T. Grayson, who's his personal physician, said the president was taken violently sick with the influenza at a time when the whole of civilization seemed to be in the balance. So things could be worse, I guess. Is yeah, <laughs> the point of let's that one. wait and see how all of this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I sort of broken our rule of not mentioning it, but it seemed like I couldn't not mention that no, one. No, I think that like was worth mentioning. It was worth thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Okay, well, um, how about uh, I lighten things up with a heartbreaking Hooray. case of homophobia? Uh, it's the 3rd of oh. April, 1895, and Oscar mm -hmm. Wilde. 
begins his trial. Mm. Uh, now, I didn't know yeah. the full story of this. Oscar Fingal O'Flaherty yeah. Wills Wild. I didn't know his whole yeah. name either. Uh, <laughs> So I didn't know that what happened was... He had one name for every joke he yeah. wrote. Um, Oscar... And then reused. Okay, over all right. Over. Yes. <laughs> he went to prison, mate. Uh, so... Uh, it was his own fault. He sued for perjury. If he hadn't, he would have been right. fine. This is the thing. I didn't know that. He brought a libel case with right. all of his friends saying, yeah. don't, 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 don't do that. Um, yeah. Except for, um, I think, Douglas, uh, Lord Alfred Douglas... Who was like, yeah, 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 no, you should. Yeah, you should sue my dad, who invented <laughs> yeah, my dad. the rules for boxing. That's definitely a good yes. idea. Um, <laughs> and even misspelled the note which he sent to. It wasn't even that rude because right. he misspelled He called him it. like a som- somdomite or something. Somdomite. 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 So, yes, uh, Oscar Wilde had a uh, relationship with Lord Alfred Douglas, who was the son of the Marquess of Queensberry. Uh, who um, was known for his brutish manner and creating the modern rules of boxing. But it's just not what you want from your father-in-law, in in all honesty. (laughs) Um, And in June 1894, uh, the the father-in-law, the Marquis of Queensbury, went Mm. round to Wilde's house. Uh, Wilde at the time lived at number 16, Tight Street, Uh, Mm -hmm. and said, I do not say that you are it. But you look it and pose at it, which is just as bad. And if I catch you and my son again in any public restaurant, I will thrash you. To which Wilde responded, I don't know what the Queensbury rules are, but the Oscar Wilde rule is to shoot on sight. Um, mm. So uh, not, not up to his usual standard, though. Well, according to you, it's probably an absolute humdinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yes, in the end, uh, it turned into a counter uh, case, and uh, Oscar Wilde was found guilty and went to prison. And after he'd served his yeah. time, he went to France, never came back to England again, and sort of yeah. stopped writing. He did his thing from notes, letters from Reading Jail. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that was pretty much it. His lols yeah. were very much over. Yeah, he Jonathan Aitkened himself. He. <laughs> Yes, he did. You sue someone else yeah. for libel, then eventually, oh, no, oh, yeah. that, no, no. I did do it that crime, which you. I pretended to be yeah, offended yeah, yeah. by the exception. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, shouldn't have been a crime, but uh, yeah, not not, no, not a smart move. Not a smart move. No. Oh, well. I'm going to take us to the birthdays. Um, I'm going to do another Wilson. We did Woodrow Wilson. Let's do Dooley Wilson. Dooley oh. Wilson, who sang As Time Goes By, and as Sam, uh, the Sam who played it again in Casablanca. He had joined a rep company. At the Pekin Theatre in 1908, uh, he got his name Dooley Wilson Dooley because he did a whiteface impersonation of an Irishman known as Mr. Dooley uh, in that show. Uh, he toured Europe with his band after World War One and was contracted to Paramount Pictures in 1940. Uh, when Warner Brothers wanted him to be in Casablanca in 1942, they borrowed him from Paramount Pictures and paid him $500 a week, of which he got 350 and Paramount got the other 150 Wow. Yeah. Uh, he also couldn't play the piano, so when you hear the piano playing in Casablanca, there is another piano being played off-screen. Oh, really? Yeah. He's singing, but there's uh, someone else playing the piano off-screen. Faked it well. Mm. He did. That's Dooley Wilson. He's Sam in Casablanca. Well, I've got a, a death on a very similar tip, to be honest with you. Uh, in 1978, Ray Noble passed away. 
Uh, he was an English band leader and a composer uh, and sometime actor. And he wrote lyrics and music. He had a great band and uh, Al Bowley did a lot of singing with him. Uh, so Love is the Sweetest mm. Thing, uh, that was one of his. And The Very Thought of You, which was his signature tune. And um, he he had quite a good time. He went to America during the war. Al Bowley stayed behind mm. and I think was singing at the Savoy, I think. And a bomb killed him. Um, but oh. Ray Noble got away and um, a few years later returned to Britain. And at one point, my father played a faltering trombone solo while Ray Noble Ooh. accompanied him in their, mm. in their parlour. Um, he was Lovely. sort of a friend of the family on some level. I think, I think his uncle's friend. Anyway, uh, he wrote some beautiful music. You should go and sniff it out. Which I'll do. Yeah, why not? Uh, right, that's it from us. I'm going to... Hang I, I want to set the record straight on Oscar Wilde. I, <laughs> my disdain for Oscar Wilde is my disdain for myself in that I worshipped him for so long as a youthful teenager and early 20s-ish. My um, contempt is for myself and my own, uh, rather than for him. Oh, really? Oh, OK. So this it's is self-loathing. Yeah, it's looking back and going, oh, look at all the ridiculous poses that I thought were acceptable then. Um, and it's though it's, it's absolutely self-loathing rather than loathing of anything he did. Ah, OK. Wrong. He's, All right. He's lovely, really. You know, he just had a habit for, you know, inverting the grammar of the first and second half of a sentence so it sounded funnier than it was. I get you. Yeah. All I know about Oscar Wilde is literally that Monty Python sketch. So um, <laughs> you, you, you score more highly than me in today's date fight. Okay. Well done. Um, that is it now, I think. Unless yes. there's any other apologia you'd like to put forward for Ray Noble or anyone else. No, I'm not apologising to okay. Woodrow Wilson. That's fine. <laughs> He okay, messed it all up. Uh, we will see you tomorrow for another date fight. Take care of yourselves. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Yeah.